0: Power to Transform Lives. We are taking the time during the month of August to look at the various encounters Jesus had with people in the Gospels. Now, my hope is that we get a clearer picture of Jesus's unconditional love for us, that we understand Jesus's ministry to people in need and the picture of how he longs to minister to you and me. Another goal is to view Jesus' encounter with people as a model on how he wants us to interact with people we encounter. As followers of Jesus, you and I are Jesus' hands and feet and heart to the people we encounter every day. Now today, we are reflecting on the story of a man who was greatly tormented. If the story was today, he'd be constrained in a hospital, probably in a room with padded walls, so he wouldn't harm himself, and he'd be heavily medicated. What was it like for him to have virtually no contact with humans every day? Living among the tombs was a fitting place for one who was essentially dead to himself, and others how would it feel to not be in control of your body unable to keep from harming yourself and harming others think about him think about this man crying out every night and every day in mental emotional and spiritual anguish this man desperately needed a touch from jesus now jesus was a master of reading people. He knew right away that he was being approached by a troubled individual. This man ran up to Jesus, threw himself at his feet, shouted out, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? In Jesus' name, don't torture me. The spirit possessing the man pleaded for Jesus not to torture it in response to Jesus telling it to come out of the man. Jesus then proceeded to ask the spirit its name to which it responded, Legion, for we are many. And the spirit begged to be sent into the pig and Jesus gave them permission. The legions of, of spirits went into the pigs, and the pigs ran off a cliff, fell into a lake, and drowned. Now as we reflect on this story, as we see how this man is anguished and needed of a healing touch from Jesus, we can also learn from Jesus' response, and I'd like us to also see That Jesus could have accepted this demon-possessed man as part of the landscape. Part of that city, part of that moment. This is a Gentile region. So maybe he could have just passed away. Now Jesus could have hushed him. Jesus could have kept walking into the town. But he didn't. Jesus paid attention to him. He engaged him in conversation and ultimately he freed him from his oppression. Jesus was able to cut through the distractions, the man's bizarre behavior, the voice of the evil spirits, and other things Jesus had to do that day. He was coming off of the storm, of walking through the water, and now he's focusing his attention on a hurting individual who needed his healing. Now imagine the atmosphere in this town. This man who was possessed by demons was part of the atmosphere, was part of the landscape, was part of the everyday life of this town. Anyone who lived in the area knew this man. Now probably they forgot about his name. Probably they didn't say, oh, this is this person by name. No, they just call him as the crazy man, the demon possessed man, the demoniac. He was anything but inconspicuous. He's been living in the tombs and harassing passerbys for a long time. People, especially children, fear him, but they were also used to his presence. How powerful is this landscape where Jesus is encountering this man? They got used to this person. They got used to the screaming, to the crying, to the howling, day and night. Now, like I mentioned, Jesus is in Gentile territory. So when Jesus does this encounter, when Jesus does this powerful miracle where we can see his authority over everyone, especially the enemy, we also see that The herdsmen, the people, went and reported to the town, to the people around what was happening, and they were distraught. When they received the report from the pig herders about what happened to this man, they were distraught, not only because this man was free from a demon possession, but because there was a loss of significant revenue. They lost their livelihood. 2,000 pigs worth a considerable amount of money. If you sum today in our currency today, it will be around $2 million dollars. Now what's interesting is this, that what is happening is a miracle. What is happening is a demonstration of Jesus as the Son of God, of Jesus' power over the enemy. What is happening is a powerful moment, and the town was distraught and was afraid of the change, but they were more interested in the pigs. The people got angry with Jesus and started asking Jesus to just live away, to just go away from the town because of the 2,000 pigs. They told him, you are unwanted here. They knew the man. They are seeing the change in the man's line. They are seeing him that he's in the right mind, that he's in front of them, dressed up. But now they are more interested in what's happening with the pigs. The pigs were of more value than the miracle that is happening in front of their eyes. Now, the gospel tells us when they came and saw the man sitting calmly in his right mind, they were afraid. They only know this man as the wild man who lived in the tombs. They also didn't know what to make about Jesus. A man with power unlike anything they ever seen was standing in their midst. They were no doubt filled with fear and anxiety over Jesus' presence of what he might do next. The world has changed. There was peace. The drowning of the sounds of the demons that haunted the community were silent. That's what I want you to do today, just try to image the atmosphere. And I want to repeat that again. The sounds of the demons that haunted the community was silent. Was silent and that is so powerful for us today as we we are just encountering so many voices that are bringing us fear and anxiety and we are just you know, this is like saying, oh, this is part of our lives and our souls are being consumed by all the voices of fear, of anxiety, of pain, of suffering and distress." And when we see this word today, we can also ask Jesus, Jesus, come to my encounter to bring peace, to silent those voices so that I can see you in the midst of my life, so that I Can today have peace, so that I could today proclaim that there is peace in your name, that there is salvation in your name, so that today I could proclaim that no matter what's happening around me, I can trust in you. Amen. Jesus' healing power was comprehensive, it not only touches the the mind, the emotions the spirit, our bodies, but he also transforms and heals relationships. And today, as a church, we need to proclaim that Jesus' healing power is still working among us. Not only Jesus is healing minds, But it's also healing emotions, it's also uplifting spirits, Jesus' spirit, Jesus' power is also healing people from sickness, freeing people from chains of oppression, but also healing relationships in families, in communities today. That's what we are praying That's what we are proclaiming the gospel, the good news of Jesus. That's what we are believing today as a church, that we can see God's power in the midst of not only the church, but the community, the country, and the world. We are still believing that God can do miracles in the lives of people who are sick, in the life of people that maybe believe all is over, but Jesus can do something in their lives. Jesus can heal family and marriages. Jesus can heal the relationship in the community. All this division that is happening around Jesus' power can unite people together. Now, we seen God's touch in many ways. You have to be aware, aware of what God is doing in your life, of what God is doing around. around. Now, if you are aware that you need Jesus today, that you need Jesus' healing power, That you need to see Jesus among your life. That you need Jesus to come into your heart so all those voices get silent by His name. I hope that through this message, you have that encounter. That you are encouraged by this scripture today to encounter Jesus in your journey. This man desperately needed Jesus' touch, and Jesus met him at his point of need. Now, how do you need Jesus today? What situations, what conduct, what chains Jesus needs to break to free you from today? I want you to see the power of Jesus to transform this man's life. The same power that Jesus has today to transform lives. The same power that Jesus has today to touch your heart. You know, maybe today you are moving forward in your spiritual journey. Maybe today, even in the midst of everything that's happening, you are moving forward. You are praying. You are reading scripture. You are believing God's power. You are changing your circle. You are changing your values. You have begun to prioritize the presence of God. Now, When you make God your priority, the enemy will try to stop you. And I say he will try to stop you because he can't stop you. The enemy will try, the enemy will do all he can to try to stop you. But Jesus can give you the strength for you to move forward, to grow in faith, to see his power that transforms lives. Now, this man was in shackle, not only by the restraints the community tried to put in him, which he broke. He broke those chains. He hurted himself. But he was in chains and shackles by a legion of demons. But this man was freed by the power and the authority that Jesus had. And maybe today God's spirit is moving in you to see that an encounter with Jesus can not only transform your life in a powerful way, but an encounter with Jesus can give you vision of what God wants to you in your life. An encounter with Jesus can make you see the ways to see the calling of God in your life. You know, maybe you are living in the tombs for so long. Maybe you are living among dead spaces where you're wasting time, where you're just wasting opportunity and resources, living and wasting your life. It can be an addiction. It can be a fear. It can be a routine. It can be something that is tying you up. And we believe today that the power of Jesus, those chains can be broken. His grace is pouring over you. And His grace is transforming you. And today we proclaim that Jesus can transform your life. The before and after story Of this man is so profound. The man who lived in isolation. The man who lived among the tombs. The man who everybody thought his life was wasted. The man who was tormented by demons. And who was harassed and tormented by others. Was now transformed with his encounter with Jesus. Was now heal physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and relationally. So this man was in his right mind, was also brought back into the community, and the entire community was transformed. When Jesus's power touched your life, not only you are healed, not only your spirit is healed, not only you are physically healed, but your family's healed, your community's Communities heal because your story has changed because of Jesus. They saw this man. They saw this man transform. People were amazed. But people were also fearful. The testimony of the one who has been transformed by Jesus is powerful. Your testimony is powerful. You are, you are a powerful witness of Jesus today. Now there's a final observation that I want us to think about as we see how Jesus healed this man. The question is, do we see the needs and the brokenness in people around us and recognize the opportunity to offer Jesus' healing or are we distracted, afraid, or intimidated? Like I mentioned before, Jesus had every opportunity to ignore this man like everyone else did. Jesus had... A ministry to perform. Jesus had teachings to do. Jesus had to care of him and his disciples. The day was a long one. The night was a difficult one in the midst of the storm. But still Jesus took the time to meet this man in his brokenness. He didn't just blow him off. This man was valuable to Jesus, which reminds us that every life is valuable to Jesus. Now, how many people who are in need do we walk by each day? Do we know of today? Think about it. Think about just one person, one person that comes to mind right now who needs Jesus beside us. You can say, oh, I need Jesus. Amen for that. But think about one person, and you can think about one person that today needs Jesus, that today needs Jesus' healing, that today needs Jesus' peace, that today today needs to see Jesus in his life. You know, we are often distracted, unfocused, Intimidated or quick to judge. Now ask today. What will have been my natural response. To the man who was possessed by a legion of demons. Now we interact with people on a daily basis. People who have deep Needs. And we need to maintain a prayerful awareness that we get the chance to not only pray for people, but to share Jesus' love, grace, and mercy for them. We are all sometimes in deep need. So we have to pray to God Who would allow us to see people with his eyes. To be amazed at the insight God gives us. When we faithfully pray. To see where we can be an instrument of love and mercy and grace. To people. We are children of God. We are precious to his eyes. His love, his grace, and mercy are powerful. So powerful to break chains, to free us, to deliver us peace. Jesus sets people free to proclaim his gospel. Jesus set people free in the midst of chaos. Jesus brings merciful healing amid chaos and rejection. We are called to proclaim His healing mercies to all, to proclaim His grace to all, to proclaim His power to transform lives. This man went. He wanted to be a disciple. He wanted to follow Jesus. He was His encounter was so impactful that he wanted to get back in the boat with the 12 others to go back to Galilee. But Jesus said, no, you have a story to share in your community to the people you know and to others. Go and tell others what Jesus has done to you. This man became from a maniac to a missionary. And people were amazed. In the midst of the circumstances, in the the midst of what we're living in, Jesus always invites us to go home, to tell others how much the Lord has done for us. How Jesus had mercy on you. So, as we close this message today, that is the challenge for us. Go home. Go to your family. Go to your friends. Go and tell others how much the Lord has done for you, especially. During this time, especially during this year, when we probably say, oh, this year has been bad. This year has been horrible. Stop for a moment and think of how much the Lord has done for you, even today. How He has had mercy on you. And share the good news with all you know. Share that Jesus has power to transform lives. May God bless you on the journey. And may you have the strength and the encouragement to share with others what Jesus is doing in your life. Holy and gracious God, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity of sharing with my brothers and sisters in Christ your scripture today. Thank you for this message. Thank you for your power. Thank you uh, for your healing mercies for all of us. We praise you and we give you thanks in the name of Jesus. Amen.